0: Hello, and thank you once again for joining my table of delight, Firestarter Ignite, a podcast on the go derived from my journey of life for your delight and encouragement. I share what's on my heart as well as the journey that I'm on with those that I'm connected to. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing a study on the book of Matthew, and you too can be part of it. Join, if you have not yet, a private Facebook group, Sword Study Delight, for discussions and further details. That's facebook.com groups slash Without further ado, let's get started. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight path for him. To repent is to turn away from your sins. To repent is to completely turn around. Go in another direction. And not do what you used to do. Those things that are displeasing to the Lord. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. That kingdom that is invisible, that kingdom that is on the inner core of our soul is come near. John is preaching. John is warning people. Repent. Turn away from your sins. Turn away from your sins. This was prophesied. This was prophesied. In Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths. For him. And verse 4. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locust and wild honey. That's quite a sight, isn't it? He looked disturbed to people. What's going on? He had a leather belt around his waist, and his clothes were made of camel's hair. And he ate locusts and wild honey. He was in the wilderness. People went out to him from Jerusalem and Al Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. They came to him confessing their sins, surrendering, surrendering, turning away from sins, repenting in their ways. When they confessed their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of wipers who warned you to flee from the coming wrath. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you, that out of these stones, God could raise up children for Abraham. Pharisee and Sadducee also came. They also came to see. They were curious. They came to see, what is John going to do? They came to see. They were just standing. They wasn't going to confess. They wasn't going to surrender themselves. They were just watching. They were just watching and John, he knew, he knew what was going on in their hearts. He knew that they weren't faithful. What are these fruits that he's talking about? These are the fruits of the Spirit. Gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, joy, peace love, patience, and self-control. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into fire. Are you producing fruits from your tree? Are you producing gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control? If not, the tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Verse 11, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes the one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He says, I baptize you with water, but there comes another after me. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Ask him. Ask him to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire today. Have you been baptized with water for repentance? And if you have, the next step is to ask. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire oh what a sight it is he's already on his way he is already on his way and the winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear anything that does not glorify him anything that does not please him gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up everything else with unquenchable fire. What a sight. What a sight. In verse 13, then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. He surrendered. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and aligning on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Ask, and you shall receive. Ask him to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And fire. This is my son, Jesus, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Is God pleased with you? Can He declare that this is my son, that this is my daughter whom I love? Or will he say depart from me I never knew you this completes chapter 3 of the book of Matthew father help us to be obedient to you father help us to produce good fruits in our lives help us to not be like the Pharisee and Sadducee, who are just watching. Help us to run to you. Run to you and turn away from our sins. We ask you at this moment to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire. We surrender unto you father God we surrender unto you in Jesus name we lay all of our burdens down before you all of our troubles everything that's bothering us right now in the name of Jesus we lay down at the feet of the cross as we surrender we choose to turn away from sin. We choose to turn away from repeated action of unrighteousness right now. We choose to turn away from transgressing, transgressing your laws and your holy principles. In Jesus' name, help us to surrender. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay tuned for the next chapter. Chapter 4. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. A wilderness is a place of a wasteland, a desolate area, an isolation. There is a purpose for wilderness. It says that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. That was the purpose, to be tempted, to be provoked or tried by the devil. Verse 2. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are The Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. It says that after consecrating himself, Jesus was tested or tried by the devil. The devil knew he was hungry. The devil knew that Jesus was in that wilderness and he came to him. He came at him and tried to to manipulate the truth. He came to him and he began to second guess his identity. If you are the son of man, if you are, I, I mean, if you are the son of God, Tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus, he pulled out a weapon. It is written. The most powerful weapon that you can use on the enemy of your soul. It is written. The word of God says that men shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceedeth out of mouth of God. He said, it's not important that I eat. It's not important. It's not important. What's important is the word of God. Devil he tried him. We will be tried. We will be tried and he will try to he will try to send us manipulative facts. Listen. You're hungry. Listen. You see those you see those stones they can become bread in just a minute just say it just say it he's tempting he's tempting but what did Jesus do? he rebuked him. then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. if you are the Son of God once again he came he came at him once. He's coming at him again. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. Now he's using the scriptures to prove his point. He will commend his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. This scripture is taken out of Psalm 91. It says that he will commend the angels, yes but he manipulated the word of god he manipulated the word of god oftentimes the enemy will manipulate the word of god to make it seem like it's truth but it's not it's, if you really if you really discern through what he's saying you will see you will see that he's telling a lie jesus answered him Once again, Jesus is pulling out his weapon. It is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. What does he do? He pulls out his weapon and he fights with the word of God. Verse 8 says, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor, their beauty. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Once again, he comes to Jesus and he tempts him. He tries him again in this wilderness. He puts him on a high mountain. He says, listen, you can have all of this. You can have all these riches. You can you can have all this world. You can have all these kingdoms. If you just bow down and worship me. What did Jesus say? Jesus said to him. In verse 10. Away from me Satan for it is written. Once again he pulls out his weapon. It is written. Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. He pulls out his weapon once again. We need to sharpen our weapon. We need to sharpen our weapon. So when the enemy comes to try us. So when he comes to tempt us. We pull out that sharp weapon. And we pierce right through his lies. Then the devil left him. And angels came and attended him. He said away from me Satan. Away from me. He resists the devil and he flees from him. How did he resist the devil? He stood on God's word. He didn't allow the lies of the enemy to entangle him. He didn't allow the manipulations that the enemy was sending towards him to trick him. Jesus is the greatest example to us. He is the greatest example and we, are, and we ought to follow After our master, we ought to use the word of God. We ought ought to pull out that weapon, pull out that weapon and fight with the word of God. Verse 12. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum which was by the lake in the area of Zabulon and Naphtali. To fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Once again, Land of Zabulon, the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness, have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow of death. A light has dawned. And this right here is taken... From Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 to 2. It was prophesied, and now it's coming to pass. Prophecies will come to pass. True prophecies. From that time on Jesus, from that time on, Jesus began to preach. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. It was John the Baptist who was preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Now Jesus is taking over. Repent. Turn away from your sins for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Change your hearts. Change your minds. Return. Return to that place of safety. And verse 18 says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, He saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother, Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, they left their nets and followed him. Imagine Jesus showing up at your job. Showing up at your job and telling you, come, follow me, leave everything that, you, that you're doing right now. Come follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. You are working right here as a fisherman or whatever your, uh, your, your um, authority is, whatever your title is. Come follow me. I have a better job for you. And it says, at once they left their nets and followed him. Would you would you leave your job to follow him? That's a question, isn't it? Verse 21. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them. And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Once again, once again Jesus finds other men and they were working with their father. They were working he was we don't know if, if the father was you know their, uh, their boss or he was just a worker. we don't know, but they were preparing their nets. that's what we know. But Jesus, when He called them, they immediately left the boat and their father to follow Him. Sometimes, to follow Jesus, it will require for you to leave what you know, to leave your place of security, it will require for you to sacrifice your father, your job will require for you to, to to leave or sacrifice that which you are secured in. And 23 says, Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogue, proclaiming the good news of the king, kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria, and the people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon-possessed, those having seizures and the paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan follow him. This was Jesus' purpose, to teach In the synagogue. To proclaim the good news of the king. And to heal the kingdom. And to heal every disease and sickness among the people. This is what we are to do. We are to proclaim the good news of the kingdom. We are to teach in the synagogue. We are to heal every disease and sickness among the people. We are to follow Jesus. We are to follow Jesus. Father God help us. Help us at this moment to realize how important it is to follow you. Lord, as we come before you, we ask that you create a desire in us, Lord, to follow after Jesus and his principles. Not looking at what we have in front of us, but to follow Jesus and his ways. And also, Father, we ask right now that you sharpen our weapons. So when the enemy comes and tempt us or when the enemy tries to derail us or the enemy tries to question our authority, question our identity, that we will be able to pull out that that sharp weapon and pierce right through his lies and questions. We ask that you give us the ability and strength to speak the word of God when the enemy comes around. We thank you, Father, for it is you and you alone who give us the ability and strength to keep moving forward. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And this concludes chapter 4 of the Gospel of Matthew. May the peace of God be with you. In Jesus' name.